Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Clutch Conversations. It's your boy, Mike. Hope y'all having a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. I hope the week is going well. Tomorrow is Friday, TGIF. I'm looking forward to it, looking forward to the weekend vibes. What's good with it, everybody? So tonight we got a good guest. We got the homie Maine from Maine's Morph Creation. So this is gonna be a fun one. It's been one I've been looking looking forward to all week. We've we've been chatting on and off the phone, been having a good time. So it's gonna be real good vibes uh, tonight. Uh, before we get into that, though, real quick reminder: if you're involved in this hobby in any shape, form, or fashion, please make sure you support U.S. Art and U.S. Art Florida. Uh, big win for us. The amendments to the Lacey Act were not included in the new bill. So we safe for now, but we certainly got to keep our eyes peeled and watch out for them, including that in some other legislation. So big win for U.S. Art and the reptile hobby. So thanks to everybody that supported U.S. Art thus far. And that's proof in the pudding of why it's so important to support U.S. Art and U.S. Art Florida. So please, please make sure you give your support in any way that you can. So without further ado, I want to bring the homie to the stage. Man, what's good, brother? What's going on? What's up with it? What's up with it? <laughs> what it do? Chilling, chilling, chilling. So for those that don't know, uh, tell everybody about yourself and what it is you do. So uh, I'm Jermaine, uh, mostly known as Maine, uh, from obviously, as you see on the shirt, Maine's Morph Creations. Um, I'm a ball python breeder, um, but I'm a reptile uh, hobbyist enthusiast. Um, so I've got, ooh, look, I... So I don't remember exactly how many I've got because I've just had like four clutches. So that added like 20 something, 25, nice. I think, animals, 24 animals or something like that nice. to the collection. So I'm probably around 80 something animals right now, uh, 80, okay. close to 90, something like that. Um, so, yeah. And um, I also have two boa constrictors. Uh, I've got a black and white Argentine tegu. Well, she's a high white. Uh, they call them a blue uh, Argentine okay. tegu. That's what's up. And um, I've got a Savannah monitor. Um, my tegu is Babs. My monitor is Nunu. And yeah, that's what I do do. <laughs> that's what I do do. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. So how long you been on keeping reptiles? Um, so honestly, man, my very first reptile, um, man, I was like, I was a kid. I was a little kid. Um, my dad had found a uh, a turtle. That was the very first like pet reptile anything it was a little turtle that he had found um in the creek and he well i'm not i think he found in the creek if memory serves me correctly i was literally like probably four years old three four years old like okay so i was little little you know uh yeah, young we were still in the project projects like in the bricks back then so i want to say i probably was four maybe um and he had we he had this little box turtle and um we keep it on the side of the house and i remember i came out one day and it was Right there, you know, you walk out and you know you got the breezeways and all that, but you got your little porch, your little stoop right in front of your door. You right. walk out and it would stay right there on the side of the little thing. So, you know, that was that was our turtle. And so <laughs> um I'd go out there, you know, I'd give it a little stuff. I had a little water bowl, I'd give it and Yo, you know, named touch it. It. what was the name? Man, I don't even remember. I don't think we ever named it. I remember one day I had we had went to daycare. I remember coming home and I was excited to get there. And I remember I came back and it was gone one day, and I was like, man, so. We never kept it in the house because my mama ain't really for animals like that. She not. I feel you. She she not you know. Uh, my mom you know, was the same way. Yeah, she ain't for it. Now, as time went on, you know, we had a few dogs over the years. We had a bird um, named Buddy. Now, oh, that man, I do. I, I got a story about my bird. Um, I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Go ahead. Yeah, you had a bird. Yeah, we had we had a uh, we had a uh, parakeet man. 
name of uh, Buddy. And man, that dang thing used to make all kind of noise. Um, I never forget the way it would always eat these little seed things, and it some kind of way it would spit them out, like spit them at like kind of kick, like trying to get your attention. <laughs> I used to be like, man, I used to get in trouble for always, you know, that was my chore. I had to keep the little area around it clean. And I mean, it's a bird, you know, ain't gonna make a mess. So yeah. I slack. I was young, I want to go outside and play. <laughs> yeah, we had a parakeet named Charlie. Okay. We ain't having that long though. So the bug man came and sprayed one day. Uh, Charlie that already sound like it's not going. Yeah, it already sound like it's not going to be good no more. <laughs> <laughs> the bug man came and sprayed, boy. I came in there and Charlie was laid down, bro. Dang. We had the bear in that same day. Yeah, it, it was wild. Yeah, that, that that's that's a uh, tragic man. See, and we it, it's a trip. We don't think about like how little things like that um really affect us like like as kids you know what i mean like yeah. that bond you know we don't, we don't really think about how that bond really will, will, will affect you as a child you know because uh i remember i was hurt you know i didn't even have a name i can't recall the name for the turtle but i remember my feelings was real hurt when i came home and he was gone i remember when buddy died which i'm gonna be honest so i ain't told my mama this because she'll probably uh -huh. still slap me today i think my mama let buddy fly away I'm I, I think I think I think my mama might have had something to do with Buddy flying away, you know. Because <laughs> man, I'm telling you, it, it was he was there and then boom, he was gone. I'm like, man, come on, that that don't really, that don't really, you know. He was an inside bird, you know. What I'm saying? He just ended up gone out of nowhere. So, so I think on it now. I think I think Jackie had something to do with him not being around, man. I'm gonna be honest. Buddy got liberated. <laughs> yeah, he, he gave they gave him free, all right. <laughs> Kill us free. <laughs> yeah. He was homicide. He got gone. <laughs> Let me say what's up to a couple folks in the chat. Bosa, what's good, bro? Thank you for coming out. Takara, what's up, wifey? Love you, baby. Rob, what's up? Thanks for coming out. Elvaro, what's up? Thanks for coming out. Gershon, what's good, brother? Thanks for coming out. Justin, what's good? What's good? Nicole, what's up? Thanks for coming out. Sister Tiz right there. Yeah, I think she's on a flight, bro. Yeah, she did say she was going to have to look, uh, get on the, on the uh, Wi-Fi in there. I remember seeing that. That's what's up. Stan, yeah. what's up, bro? Thanks for coming out. Everybody ain't able to get Wi-Fi on the plane. Hey, look. Big time. Big time. Hey, man, with you. In first class. Facts. <laughs> Whoa, nah, big timer. <laughs> <laughs> Number one stunner. Yeah. Justin, what's good, bro? All right, so how did you end up getting into breeding ball pythons? Tell us about that. Um, so I got an uncle, man, that um that he's been keeping for a few years, like probably 10, 11 years, man, if not more. And uh, what happened was um, I'd go over to his house. Um, he'd have them, you know what I'm saying? They'd be doing their thing. And at first, you know what I'm saying, I was kind of, because you know how you have your animal and you know your animal? But then, mm -hmm. like, it's like going to somebody's house, like, oh, man, don't worry, he ain't going to bite. Like, bro, do you see this dog? Like, don't tell me. He got teeth, right? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's hard to trust some somebody else's stuff. But, um, you know, he had animals and whatnot, and, you know, time went on. I'm like, man, I'm going to go on and, you know what I'm saying, give it a try. So I would, I would hold him, you know, and I wasn't really scared of him, but it wasn't something that was, like, normally, oh, yeah, now nah, we just going to go in here and play with some damn snakes. Like, that wasn't just a regular normal thing. How long ago was this? 
Uh, man, this was this was some, some years ago. Okay. Yeah, this was some years ago because he's been keeping, you know, a good ten years. Like when I was little, you know, what I'm saying I we grab, you know, what I'm saying little garter snakes and all that type of stuff. So it was never like a oh I'm terrified of them. It was just you know we we were aware of what we called then poisonous snakes as opposed to constrictors. You know, what I'm saying as you grow older, you learn the difference. But um, he had been keeping, and you know, I've seen like stuff that he produced, and you know thought it was kind of cool and so as time went on you know when you really get into it um my little brother had got a snake um my little brother marky and so um i go there we kick you know i'd hold his snakes we be kicking it you know what i'm saying and um as time went on you know i started looking into it and um you know everybody you know i used to breed dogs back in the day so i've always been you know i've always had like a you know kind of hustler mentality um and so as i started developing more of a relationship and a liking for him um, I was like, man, you know, I started looking at different combos and stuff like that, you know, because that's what I called them back then. You know, I didn't know, you know, at the time, you know, you don't know morphs and, and all of those names, you know, codoms and all of that. So I'm like, man, them different combos look tight. So I'm like, I wonder what we could do. So he and I sat down together. We were talking and we were like, man, we should start something. And so we originally um, initially was supposed to start something together. So um, he had his couple. I got mine. Um, OK. And then, you know, as time went on, we got them. And so um his line of work kind of got in the way of him of, of him continuing on so um a few of the animals that he had he brought to me i raised them up um i've actually had babies off of them now um but i i kept pushing with it because um one thing with me like when i get into something i go all in it yeah. so i kept going kept going kept going and i was like man i'm gonna really do it and so i just um i committed myself to it and um so i've loved it ever since i got my first babies you know what i'm saying and raised them up and i've had i've got babies from them um you know i've got babies now that are gonna be having babies that i'm oh, nice, nice. That's a good that. so, yeah so I'm, I'm getting there you know I'm, I'm getting to that place where i have my first in-home uh um what's the word i'm looking for i guess creations or clutches yeah. or hatches or whatever um that they'll be you know breeder size you know so nice good feeling yeah yeah i can't i can't wait to have that like seeing a girl i produce sitting on eggs but that's gonna be a great Man. feeling yeah great feeling I'm excited about it. So when you first started breeding, were you doing it as a hobby or was it a business? Uh, so I started it kind of like a hobby. Like, man, I just want to do it. But I mm -hmm. also, you know, know everything, you know what I'm saying, takes money to, to 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 run it. So I'm like, okay, well, because when I started, man, it was really about like stuff that I wanted to make. It wasn't really like until I really got more versed in the whole ball python world and, and the business of it as a whole um i know i could make a few dollars but i didn't think of it on that level it was more about man i like this i want to make that you know what i'm saying um i want to see if i can make that you know so there are a couple of, of, of things that i'm still right now that are like basic morphs that i'm still like i'm making this because it's it's a it's not a recessive you know what i'm saying it's none of that but i mean of course i'm gonna put a recessive twist to it but you know um there are certain things that i want just because when i got into this that animal was something that caught my eye. I was captivated by it. I liked the, you know, the, the presentation of it. So I feel like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, that's what's up. So it was really the passion of, of making the right. combos that motivated you to get into right. it. Yeah, I feel like that's how it's gotta be, you know what I'm saying? Because it's gonna be times when the money ain't there and that passion gotta carry you. Right. That's what's Definitely. up. That's what's up. And so what projects are you focusing on? Oh Lord. So I'm I'm in DG right now. Um my uh my DG male, he will be going to a few females this winter. Uh he's about six hundred grams now. 
looking great man uh so i'm working dg most definitely um i'm working uh the g-stripe clown project um i'm waiting on my g-stripe actually i'm waiting on her to lay eggs if she didn't reabsorb i'm hoping she'll go on and give them to me because she gave me a hard time i'm like come on give them here give me the man um, girl yeah hey, so i'm bear? waiting on that uh i'm a hobby clown to a, a pastel g-stripe oh nice nice yeah um nice. I'd show her, but they all my breeder girls, they're downstairs, uh, still in the in the big long 41 quart tub uh breeder rack. That's um I got all the other stuff up here. Um what do you have up here? Oh man. So everything except um all of my big breeder girls, everything else is up here. Okay. I know folks gonna ask to see you want to show them now, you want to show them later. It don't matter. It don't, it don't matter to me. I you know I put, uh I put you on the bit screen. All right, let's see here. Uh well, I guess since we talking about the DG, I got to show him real quick. Yes, sir. And this shed sitting right here, I don't normally just leave it like this. It's because he's positive pie, so I took the shit I wanted to keep so that I can um, see if you I can get it tested. Uh, get it tested. Okay. Uh, we're going to take him out. Yeah, so here's my my pastel butter DG, and he is a pot head pod. So, oh nice. Yeah, so we gonna see. I'm a you know. So he's going to uh, he's going to this girl right here. Actually, this pot female um is probably gonna be his first parent. And um, so I'm putting them to her. I'm putting them to uh. I got a oh actually the phantom that I'm putting to is right here. I got a phantom cinnamon that he'll be going to. Um, so yeah, he'll be going to a few things. Um, my black pastel is downstairs. Yeah, you got to spread that DG all around. Oh yeah. So I know I'm definitely putting them to. A, I got a phantom cinnamon. He's going to. I'm putting them to this pot right here. And I'm kind of uh you know up in the air on a couple other things. Uh, I've got a. What else is downstairs that I can put them to? I got like some yellow belly stuff, but I think I'm gonna work that uh with my asphalt stuff. Um, okay. Asphalt and gravel. I think I'm gonna go, you know, two ways with that. So in terms of recessive, you got DG Clown, uh, G Strike Pied. Yeah. And uh, I got Exantic. Uh, okay. I know. VPI. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, uh, I got this. Uh, exactly head clown right here. Oh, this is this this seems to be everybody's favorite though. This girl right here seems to be everybody's favorite. Come here, girl. So this girl right here is my uh my VPI exactly G stripe. Nice. And so with her, her first parent is either going to be to a DG clown or a, a DG or a clown, depending on like what type of uh, combos I got. But this girl here, everybody loves her. I see why. Who produced yeah. that? She growing real well. Who produced her? Um, so I actually got her from Don Shores over at Shores Enough Reptiles. Well, Shores Enough Snakes. Um, yeah, I got her from Don. Uh, That's real nice. Yes, sir. And I mean, she, you know, got nice patterns. So, 
so my other G strike man is real. It's just basic. Like she just got, you know, she's all she has is just a strike down her back. This girl here, I'm wondering uh, if the if the exanthic is hiding something because see how she got like the pattern and you know what I mean. It, it, to me, this stuff kind of reminds me of clown. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she's got the nice dorsal and everything. So I'm wondering if uh if she, if she may be hiding something up under this. So we'll find out when uh when I produce her, when I produce some babies with her. So what is she? Twenty twenty one or twenty? Uh, she's twenty one. Yeah, she was a okay. twenty one baby. Yeah. Growing up nicely. Oh, good. So she about probably. Let me see. Uh, must feel that. Let me see where she at right now. She is at. See if she'll sit still. Equal line, what's up? Oh, yes. Yeah, what's good, brother? Kent, what's good, bro? But yeah, she's at 515 grams already, so. Okay. Yeah, so she's growing real nice. Yeah. That's real nice. Yeah, well, I, I love her to death, man. And she's so chill, bro, like. Ain't never she don't never hiss at me. She ain't never struck. None of that. She just chill. And she slams food. So yeah, I'm, I can't wait for her to get up. But um, what other recipes I got? Oh, I've got uh I've got hypo, so I've got I've got a, I got two hypos, so I've got uh orange ghost and I've got plain hypo. Um or regular hypo, I should say. Um that that's my leopard pastel orange ghost right there. I got a hypo male over there. Um is that it? I've got an albino. I've got a head laugh female here. And I think that might. I feel like I'm missing something, but I can't think of what. Hey, you got a lot. You got a lot. You say you got about 90 snakes, including the hatches? Uh, yeah, including the hatches. I'm, I'm close to 90 right now. How, how many breeder females? Uh, oh, Lord. So one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think about 14, 15. Breeder females? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm about 15 breeders. Uh, let me see. So how big are you trying to take it? Like you so I hadn't really I hadn't really thought about that. Like I didn't really have a um, you know what? I think I'm missing some because I got some females that ain't here. Um yeah, I'm missing a couple of females. They don't like breeder loans. Uh, I would say more like uh, projects, projects that I got going on, uh, like collaboration projects. Yeah, um, me and uh, Cornet Constrictors got a nice project going. Um, okay. Me and uh, I got I got some stuff over with uh, Keisha at Splash Pack, the Silent Assassin. Um, Shout out to Keisha. Me and me and uh, Sick with It Balls. You know, me and Sick with It Ball Python. We got some stuff going on. I know G got a lot of stuff. In the oh world, yeah, G, G holding. G G is another kind of quiet worker. He's another that. silent assassin. Like yeah. he, he low key the silent assassin, bro. Yeah, he, he's low key. And um, so you know, I'm, I'm missing probably a few. I'm, I can't think right offhand all of them. Uh, I got them wrote down, but I'm probably around 15, 16, maybe seventeen. Um, so that's kind of what I got going. So talk about that. A lot of people don't like to do like joint projects. But um, a lot of people like to do it. So obviously, you got people on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. What's been your experience with your joint projects? Like um, 
With my man, go bad. So, so one I had, I wouldn't say it went bad, but it was one of those things that happens, like when you find out, okay, well, a female wasn't what you thought it was. Um, I had sent a, a yellow belly uh, that was uh, I had him as he was yellow belly pot head pot, um, and it, the female was supposed to be gravel. Um, she was supposedly a gravel head pot, and I was asking the guys that I got her from, like you know, where'd you get her? And they was like, well, nah, the lady just gave it to me. And so for me, I was kind of like, uh, I'm not sure if it's really, you know, I, I don't know if it's gravel, you know, but it's kind of hard to tell sometimes, you know. Um, and I was looking at her belly and all that. I didn't really see any of the the typical yellow belly, um, I guess, you know, yellow belly complex type belly, you know what I'm saying? Like the clear belly, you know, the, the, the I call it the city on the sides and all of that. I didn't see a lot of that, but. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, because, you know, it'd be clear down the middle, and then the sides would be like the city, like the skyline. Yeah, so, yeah that's, a, that's a good way to describe it. So um, I didn't really see all of that to me, but, you know, I was like, hey, we're going to do it. You know, I ain't tripping. You know, I didn't really have no major plan for them at the time. I was like, I'm going to make some ivories. Um, So I put that on hold, which I ain't really – I still got, like, two female yellow bellies that are both breeder size. So I've got – actually, this is – um, no, this is one of her – one of my yellow bellies, baby, the GHI yellow belly up there. So – I wasn't really tripping about it. Um, and so as time went on, um, you know, she didn't prove, but it wasn't, it didn't really go bad. Um, it just, we didn't hit what we were hoping to hit. But as far as with me, if I do a joint project with somebody, it's because I already have a relationship. Gotcha. So I don't necessarily do necessarily what you would say, breed alone, is I do a collaboration with somebody that I have a relationship with already. You gotcha. know, so like Juan and G, like, you know, them both like my little bros, you know what I'm saying? I call Juan my big little brother because he way bigger than me, but he my little bro, you know what I'm saying? And um, we talk all the time. We bounce ideas off each other, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Juan is really somebody that motivates me a lot because to me, I'll be feeling like, man, I ain't really doing nothing. And uh, he'll hit me and we'll talk and he'll be like, bro, like, I was thinking about what you were telling me. And, you know, because he works like a different shift, you know what I'm saying? And he'll be like, Man, it just hit me randomly at this time, and I started thinking about it. And, man, what you were saying. Is, and so, for me, it'd be, like, inspiring to hear, like, damn, what I'm telling you it really means something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it froze. I don't know if it was me or if it was you. It's probably me, man. Um, but yeah, you know, and so so with me though, typically if I'm doing um what I consider a a joint project or a collaborations, um, it's somebody I've already developed a relationship with, I've already established some type of rapport with, there's trust there, you know what I'm saying? It's somebody that I feel is stand up enough to where, you know, I send this animal. Because like my view is say I send you a female that's, you know, Say I send you a female clown, right? Mm -hmm. uh, breeder clown, you know. Right now you can find just a plain female breeder clown, you know, close to thousand, eleven hundred dollars, you know what I'm saying? If I send something like that and you know, you keep it, you you do me bad with it, then it, it costs me a thousand dollars to know that that's that's the character, you know what I'm saying? Like I own it now. You know, an old person taught me that. That was like, man, if that's what it costs, then you own that person. A thousand dollars and you own them. That's all it cost them was a thousand dollars, and I look at it like, you know, not that it's just about money, but when you break it down, 
if you're still a thousand from right now, bro, you just stopped us from making potential thousands down the line. Hundred percent. And um, I just me personally, if we have a relationship, there's no amount of money that I can put. I can't put a price tag on a relationship. You know, I can't. There's no price tag you can give me that's gonna make me cross out one of my brothers or my sister. Like I just, I'm not built that way. So. That's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent. Um, I was talking to Rashad, and we had like a similar discussion. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we was talking about the exact same thing you said. Like, you put up, let's just use a thousand dollars again. You know what I'm saying? And if you 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 screw me, then I spent a thousand dollars to know that I can't fool with you no more. You know what I'm saying? And right. in the long run, that might save me way more than a thousand dollars. Cause now I know exactly what I'm dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Then I can conduct right. myself accordingly. But yeah, they're hundred percent. No death. So. so so how many you say you had what three, four clutches right now? Um I've had four um that have hatched already. I got two more in the incubator right now. Okay. Um one of them what's today, the fourth. One of them has about twenty days. Okay. And the other one I wanna say is like twenty four days or something like that. Like it ain't too much longer. About three weeks for both of them, basically. And um, okay. I can't even remember what those parents were. So you gonna have six in total this year, or you expecting some more? Oh, uh, I was expecting more, but the way some of these females are looking and what they're doing, like how they're behaving, I'm I'm kind of like, man, they might be done. You know, um, I've you know I've seen like um, the swells. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, like like one of my yellow belly girls. Um, she you got did. Hmm. You got an ultrasound? Nah, I just palpate. But I, I got a dude that um I've been talking to about potentially coming to ultrasound. Um our, our schedule just as far as for me to really get it done, they our schedule just ain't aligned the way I want it to. So um hopefully you know we'll get that done. Probably with it, maybe this weekend I'll get that done. Um because I don't got a whole lot going this week. So yeah, maybe this weekend I'll be able to get that done. Um and we'll see. But I'm ex- I'm hoping for a couple of these clutches I really want to go because of a cu- couple of projects that I'm working, like um I really want that that G strike, <laughs> that G strike. I really want her to go, cause I'm ready, you know, to progress in that project with them double heads. Um, what else I got down there that I just really, really want to go? Um, I got the yellow belly girl. I'd like her to go because I bred her to the super inchy OD spot nose, um, and I've got two clutches from him already. But I was really excited about seeing the head red with the uh, with the spot nose interaction. But then I want to see the difference with when you remove a copy of Inchy but add Yellow Belly with the with the Inchy OD spot nose to see the difference in you know how the animal comes out. Gotcha. Um, and then you know I, I got like a bunch of head stuff that I definitely would love to go ahead and you know be raising up. Um, what else I got going? How many clutches you, you rocking a year um, on average so far? Um, last year I think I hit like ten. I had like nine or ten. I had a couple of, and I had a couple of joint projects. So I think for me, home, just in home, I've had last year I think eight or nine, and then I had a joint uh, project with T five, joint with I can't remember. I had like so three months last year. The babies that you're not holding back, where are you selling them at? More market. Morph Market, uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, uh, them, them pretty much the main spots. I got like some some local pet stores around here that okay. uh, when they they get low on stuff, you know, so I hit them up and if they got space, they'll grab a few from me. Um, so I give them like some of my my lower end stuff that you know 
pet pet shop type stuff. You know what I mean? Like um, like I bred the super inchy um OD spot nose to a normal female, so most of that clutch was you know, it, it, it was some dope combos. You know, like I had an inchy OD spot nose male, two of them. They look super fire, but what I'm gonna do with with, with those males when I got the dad? You know, what I'm saying that's super inchy. So, wasn't ready to use for those. Hey, girl. Um, but um, yeah. So I uh I got a couple of pet stores that I uh I you know let stuff go to, but for the most part, yeah, Morph Market, IG, and uh Facebook. You know, I hit different groups on Facebook, and you know, people that hit me. I've um, but I'm also because um. In my line of work, uh, I end up, you know, I come across a lot of people. So I've had people actually, uh, like, from work reach out, like, hey, man, you know, I, I, I've seen that, you know, saying, oh, well, how much you want for him, you know, and here, ask, like, you know, that people that want to get stuff and, you know, hey, well, what's the prices on? You know, we'll talk. But one thing about me is with those type of people, I will make sure that they are, uh, that they that they're they really know what they're doing as far as keeping because and I always tell them, listen, if you get to the point where you can't keep the animal, you don't want the animal, don't just give it away or you know just let it go. Call me, I'll come get it. You know what I mean? Because I got a you know they, I got a passion for it. Like I don't yeah. I would teach my animals just oh yeah I'm gonna just let it go. I don't want this. I'm gonna just throw it away. Like nah, just call me. You know hey I can't keep it anymore. Whatever the situation is, you know. And, and I'll come get it from you, you know what I'm saying? But don't just let it go or give it to somebody who's just going to, you know, mistreat it, you know, stuff like that. There's just no purpose in that. Speaking of that, similar subject. So I was listening to uh, Snakes in the Fat Man podcast, and he was saying that he thinks that some people that hatch babies that they don't really want, they don't see a lot of value in the baby because it's like a low-level combo or whatever, uh -huh. um, however you want to say that. And he feel like they just automatically put them in the freezer or something like that and just dispose of animals. You there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So you think that's prevalent in the hobby? What's your thoughts on that? I don't know if you heard that whole question. Um, With some of the stuff I've seen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I was wild to me. Like I don't even go ahead. Like, like I think that it's is probably. I I don't believe that that's something that doesn't happen. If I'm being honest, like I believe that people have gotten to a place because what happens in my perspective, I think that people get so wrapped up on the dollar that the passion for the animals and the care and concern for the animals themselves um, that aren't prize worthy um, kind of takes over. And so at that point, man, I don't care about, you know, like, oh, it's just a lesser. It's just a butter. It's just a pastel. It's just a, I don't care about it. Um, I understand to an extent what they mean, but I would never, oh, I just had to start a norm. I'm going to freeze it. That's wild to me, bro. You know what I mean? Um, because if you're at that place, then you don't need to be in the hobby. Exactly. Because exactly. That, that mindset means that this is no longer a hobby for you, that there's no longer a passion in this for you, and that you basically made this literally just a transaction. So it gets to the point um, where you no longer look at the animals and reveal the animals as regal as they are. You more so just look at them as they're like a number. Kind of like, um, you know, basically, yeah, like, like, oh, this is just a transaction. So if you don't have X amount of value, 
um, if I look at you and you visually don't present to me this type of value, then you know I can you're, you're disposable. And if that's where you are, then you're in the wrong business. Exactly. Any, I agree 100. That's that's with any type of animal because you know any anything that you're raising, it's a life still. You know, um, so I, I don't respect that personally. Um, you know, honestly speaking, like I've had animals, you know, cause, cause part of the business, you know, you're not going to, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, you know, I've had animals that get sick. I've had animals that die. You know, if you're in a hobby, it's going to happen. You know, you have some clutches, you know, you'll have, you'll have some babies that will be fine snapping, you know, eat, do everything right. And then you'll come in the next day and they just, they're, they're dead. You can't explain it. You don't know what happened, but you don't see what's going on or what has gone wrong with them internally. You know, so what you do is you check your animals, do the best you can to ensure you know their health and all of that but from that point on you know you it, for me like you know it bothers me damn i lost the animal right you know what i mean like dang like i'm you know so that puts me like i'm checking my temps checking everything to make sure everything good like damn what you know did i do something wrong most cases you know it's nothing i did it's just the nature of you know what i'm saying the industry right yeah yeah like I, i've heard a lot of people say that so fortunately i haven't lost any animals um but I mean, if you do this long enough and you do it at a certain level, you work with en enough, you're going to lose an animal. And so right. um, I've heard a lot of people say that, like, you can be doing everything right. You know what I'm saying? It just an animal yeah. just fails to thrive for whatever reason. And you might not necessarily know exactly what that reason is. But just like you said, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you assess everything you're doing, making sure your, your, your husband's your own point, temps right, you know what I'm saying, humidity right. Uh, you cleaning on a regular basis, you changing out waters regularly, like all that good stuff and make sure you're doing everything that you know, you know what I'm saying, to take care of your animals and then you should be straight, but right. from time to time like these mishaps, mishaps happen, that's just right. that's just part of it, you know what I'm saying, but if it starts to become like a recurring thing that maybe it's something you're doing, you know what I'm saying like if it's just right. happening back to back to back to back to back, then that's probably indicative of you doing something um, yep. but if it, if that's not the case, you know what I'm saying, then you can feel pretty solid. You know what I'm saying about what you're doing. Definitely. See, and that that's that's the, that's that place where ego has to take a back seat. You know what I mean? Where your your pride and your ego can't be too big to where, man, it's not me. It's just, nah, man. If you you know, everybody can always use a tweak. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's never a time where you can't can't uh can't learn something. And so, um, as I was saying that, I said a word that Coach told me to use all the time, and he told me to mess with you about it. Indicative. Indicative. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my word, man. I don't know. I, and it's crazy. I don't know why I always that, – that just – it seemed to come. I don't even be intending to, and it just comes out. <laughs> Yeah, we were talking on the phone a couple weeks ago. He's like, yeah, you gonna throw it diggative at you. Yeah. Oh, find some kind of way to see it. <laughs> it is indicative that something is wrong in your husband. <laughs> and it came out my mouth before it came out yours. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh said you were saving a shed uh to send it to go get tested. Well yeah. talk about that. Have you sent any sheds to get tested so far? Not sure. It's your first go around with it. Yeah, well, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna probably get a few and just send them at one time, because okay. um, that man is poshead pod. Um, his sister, where's she at? Oh, she right here. Um, she's poshead pod. Um, so I I'll go ahead and just get the sheds. You know what I'm saying? I got some some other stuff that's I can't even remember what all they are. And then I got like um, what I mean, my asphalt. I know for sure is asphalt. My yellow belly stuff. I know that. 
But those two, you know, I'm checking. I mean, if they, if either one of them is head pod, then you know that'll kind of either way it go. I'm still gonna breed DG to a pod regardless. But it'll kind of speed me along in the process because then I can know. Okay, well, I know for sure this one's gonna prove. So then maybe I can look a different direction as far as maybe I'll look into um, finding a, a double head. You know what I'm saying? To raise up to be able to breed to to kind of speed me along in that project as opposed to just going the long the long route. Gotcha. So how you think genetic testing is going to affect the game? You think it's good, overall good, overall bad, or somewhere in the middle? Um, I think it's got pluses and minuses. I think to an extent some of it will can be beneficial because um, then, you know, it'll make you sure in, in certain areas. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is tested. I know for sure. But then I also think that um, – when you're able to do that, it kind of takes a little bit of the, I think it'll save some time in some areas, but then I think it also takes away a little bit of the fun because um, I think what it'll ha what'll happen is that say I send this shit in, right? If my mindset is that this thing is head pied and I find out it's not head pied, well now, will my emotion toward this animal change? You get what I'm saying? Because I think that a lot of time what happens is that people find these powerful animals and they're so riled up by the power as far as genetically that they pack. So mm -hmm. then you send a shed in and find out, hey man, it's not what you thought it was. How does your care for that animal change? You know what I mean? Does that, does that, the husbandry slack off? Do you stop feeding it the way you were? Because it's not what you thought. So now you know what, forget it. Um, Oh, well, I'll feed it whenever. Um, or do you continue to show it the same love that you were showing before? So to me, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like in this regard, it for me, I'm only testing because I'd like to know as far as so I can gauge the direction I need to go for future projects. Right. But I'm not testing because I'm because regardless, I'm still going to put it to a, to a pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just would be cool to know, OK, both, of you know, or like I said, you know, which one may prove if the sister's going to prove, then OK, boom, I'll put, you know. The the uh if the brother is if the male ain't gonna prove and the female's gonna prove, cool, I'm still gonna put the male to a pie. But then again, it for me in that regard, I think where it could change is depending on what coat arms you have. Like that's a pastel butter. I know in my mind, okay, butter lessers, high white pies, you know, pretty much all white snakes. So is that what I want? Ideally, well, ideally, I personally prefer medium to low white pies. Right. But am I going to get a pod that I know is 100% head DG and say, oh, the hell with this animal, I'm not going to care for it? No, I'm going to care for it the same way. I'm just going to have to work my project with, 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 with genetics that are more so pattern-inducing as opposed to pattern-reducing. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, okay, well, I know butter is going to make me an all-white snake. Then maybe if I add leopard and inchy, you know, or, you know, things that more so bring pattern, maybe I can kind of counteract it. You know, and for me... That, to me, is like what a fun is, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how does this work with that? You know what I'm saying? Okay, I know for sure butter is an all-white. What what can I do to add to a butter pie that will bring pattern back into it? You know what I mean? Those, to me, are the types of things that are, like, are worthwhile. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like overall it's going to be a net positive. You know what I'm saying? At least from a, from a breeding perspective in terms of knowing it, exactly what you – working with uh -huh. so i feel like that'll save you some time it, it, it can save you a lot but i do think it's going to be 
some negatives in it like it's exactly what you said like it's gonna be some people that don't necessarily care for the animal the same way they would right they're really just trying to hurry up and dump the animal off anywhere you know what i'm saying without any kind of regard because all of a sudden it's been genetically tested this head that they thought this animal had the snake had uh doesn't have this hit anymore so right. now all of a sudden it's you viewing it just like you said through that transactional lens and now all of a sudden from, as a, from a transactional perspective it's lost value you know what i'm saying and it's only the transactional piece so i think it's gonna be a little bit of that and then i don't know like all of the all of the parameters and like internal controls and whatnot they got in place right now but i do feel like it's probably going to be some folks to try to game the system yeah and say, oh yeah, I, I tested this, and and it, yeah. it's here, and like just just swapping it out. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be some people doing that stuff too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So it's 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 positives, and then it's negatives. I think overall it'll probably be positive because some of that negative stuff will probably work itself out. Right. But then it's something. It's just it's just really hard to control. You feel me? I also think too though that it, what it'll do is um, it may uh expose some people. What you mean? Because so so if we gonna be real, like we know that there are people that are that are in the industry that that ain't necessarily the most price glass on my head. But, but if we be real, like we know that everybody in this industry is not the most upstanding. hundred percent, unfortunately. And and um, as unfortunate as that may be, I mean that's just in life period. So I think that sometimes testing may, I don't know if it'll, I, I don't know how people will respond, but I think that it'll expose certain things, or at least it, it may cause people to tighten up in certain areas as far as, okay, this testing is, is available. So I can't say you this specter and tell you that it's an inch uh, uh, asphalt. Or I can't say you this specter or this, or this spark and tell you that, that it's a gravel because you could test and then yeah. So boom! Now I just sold you this at a gravel or asphalt price, right? And only this, boom! Now, hey, look, I got the you know because what'll happen? We, we we know how the internet is these days, and we're gonna be real. You oh, know, yeah. people oh, yeah. are tough on the internet. You know what I'm saying? They gonna tweet, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You you know what I'm saying? Posting test results and hey, such and such is doing this, then and there. Even if you you know you make an honest mistake, so I think like you were saying, it could kind of have. Um, a somewhat negative effect because now a person who's being genuine and genuinely maybe had a mix-up, you know, like like sometimes you can have people in your snake room helping you. They put this snake there and that snake there, you know what I'm saying? And it's something, you know, that a subtle difference that you can't catch with the eye. Well, now you're trying to out me for doing something wrong and I generally had a genuine mix-up. But people will take something negative and believe that and run with that before they'll believe that, hey, you know, this is a human. He might have really genuine mistake. Yeah, yeah. And send it. That's going like in a situation like that, it's gonna be kind of like how you handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, there was a mistake. How you handle it? And that's what people. I feel like a lot of people. That's what they're gonna look at. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you handle it? Because if you if you start snapping on the person, then that's a whole different dynamic. Then if you know what I'm saying, you right. own up to it. You know what I'm saying? You come clean and you try to fix it. And if right. you try to fix it, and the person's still coming at you sideways, then that's out of your hands. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you tried to fix it. You tried to. You was honest with it, and you know what I'm saying, but person still going sideways then that's on them at that point yeah but yeah it's 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 definitely a lot of 
stuff changing, you know what I'm saying? Like with, with that testing, then the NIDO testing and like all those different yeah. things, like just a lot of stuff this this changing in the hobby. So yeah, it'll be interesting to watch, you know what I'm saying? Like we ain't been in it for that long, but just in the past, like past year, year and a half, like you, you see all these uh, different things happening. So definitely. And I think a lot of it is for the good, you know? Yeah. So speaking of uh, folks just getting into the hobby, uh, similar to us, like I said, we've only been in it for like two, two and a half years. So what's some advice you got for new people just jumping in the game? Advice I got for new people. Um, don't be impulsive. Um, be, be more thoughtful and selective um, in your purchasing because um, and also figure a lane. But, but be more selective because then what will happen is you can end up with a plethora of animals that um, I don't want to say you don't have a use for, but that are not um, that are not beneficial for the direction that you're trying to move toward in your collection. And so then you'll have all these animals, you know, what I'm saying you spent all this money um, and now it's like, OK, well, now how do I figure out how to how to straighten out my collection and this this situation I've created for myself? By just you know basically being impulsive. Um, Have you gone through that? Huh? Have you gone through that? Like, is that a lesson you just learned and you never had to make that mistake, oh, yeah. or did you make I that mistake and you? No, I learned. From <laughs> yeah, I learned. Um, well, cause see, when I started, I had got you know what I'm saying a lot of males. I still feel like I have quite a few males um, in comparison to what I what I necessarily need. Um, so, I ended up getting. As opposed to going to get like more powerful animals at one time, I would get this male that got these genes and that male that got that gene. And okay, my thought was okay, I breed this to this, take those, and then this did get. But you know, when you in it at the time, you don't think about the time. Um, and you know, like as I know now, you know what I'm saying, I know that I can have a male breeding in a year. You know what I'm saying? And and in some instances, depending on, you know what I'm saying, how the male responds and how they grow, could be less than. With a female, you know, it's going to take you to. So I jumped in, you know what I'm saying, grabbing males and females at the same time. Well, the males were ready. The females ain't ready. Females wasn't. Yeah. So now I got these males, and I don't have nothing to do with them. So now what I ended up having to do is now, okay, well, I got these genes, and I want some out of this. So now I'm having to look for females that are bigger, that are larger, so it's costing me more money to get the female that I can do something with, and it still might not necessarily be what I'm looking to do with it. But just to be doing something with it as opposed to doing nothing. So yeah, the impulse buying um is definitely not 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 a good thing to do. Um, What's another big one? Another big one. Uh man, be be uh be I think quality um is very important. You know, look up your sources as far as where you're getting what you're getting from, you know. Um if you're going OD, get a quality OD because they got OD that looks good. You know, just single gene orange dreams that look really nice, and they got OD that looks like, man, is this orange dream or is this a normal? Yeah, you got orange dream, they got orange nightmare. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, um, I think that you know you should definitely be big on your quality, um, because again, that's your namesake. You know what I mean. So, you want to be known for having and producing quality animals and having quality genetics. So, you want to be known for they produce a lot of stuff. I mean, it'd be all right, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, hundred percent. Anything else? Be patient. Oh yeah, that's a big one. That's a huge yeah. one, bro. You yeah. learn that quick, fast, and in a hurry. 
be patient. Um, I think that you gotta, your walk has to be your walk. Don't judge your success by another person's walk or another person right now because they present, you don't know what they went through to get to their present. You don't know how many bumps in the road they hit, how many losses they took. You don't know what they did or didn't do to get where they are in that moment. And you know, like I'm in year three and I'm gauging a person who's in year six or seven and I'm like, man, they got this success and I'm only here. Well, yeah, but they also got twice as much time in you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, that many more years. So they've had this many more clutches that have produced or yielded fruit so that they've capitalized off the fruit they produce as opposed to just paying out of pocket. You know what I mean? So Exactly. Even somebody that's been in the game the same amount of time as you. Like, y'all could just started on the same day, but y'all circumstances ain't necessarily the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I feel like your biggest competitor should be yourself. Like, are you better than you were yesterday? You know what I'm saying? And if not, why not? Because if not, then you're slacking. You're really degressing. Yeah, definitely. Degressing. Whatever the word is. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, what have you liked most about the hobby so far? What have I liked most? Honestly, man, the connections. The connections I've made and... um. Honestly, just seeing um, seeing a vision that started in my mind and in my brain come to fruition in front of me. Um, those, I, I think, are my, my, my biggest two takeaways. Um, and honestly, just and also being able to educate people um, and helping people overcome, you know what I'm saying, or, or kind of work through a fear. Because a lot of people are, have the fear of, of uh, snakes. And yeah. so being able to work with people, you know, I've gotten people that wouldn't touch, you know what I'm saying, scared of dogs. I ain't petting no dog, and I've gotten people, you know what I'm saying, to touch snakes. Um, so just just to be able to, you know, to relate and connect to people on a different level with, with, with something different um, has been one of the greatest takeaways for me, though. Okay. See, I ain't been able to get nobody who is scared of snakes to touch snakes so far. What's your strategy? Um, I don't know. I don't really think I have one. It just, um, I just talk to him like, man, look, you know, and then with me, like, I'll, all right, look, we'll just touch it right here. Okay, look, I'll hold the head. Look, so it can't bite you. You know what I'm saying? And then also what I do is because a lot of people are fearful of the bites, right? So I've shown where I got bit at. And they'd be like, well, I don't see nothing there. Well, that's my Exactly. That's exactly. I <laughs> mean, um, it's nothing to be scared of, you know, and, and oftentimes what I do is I talk to them, I'll be like, have you ever been playing with a cat or a dog and got scratched? I'm like, yeah, man, it hurts. Okay, a snake bike not going to leave nowhere near a mark that that has. Yeah. You know, and they be like, are you serious? I'm like, serious, you know what I'm saying? I've taken pictures where I've shown, look, these are ball python teeth, like. Not from ball pythons. Not yeah, you know what I'm saying? You you swallow fish bones that are larger than this. Now, those emerald tree balls and yeah. ticks, that's a different story. Yeah, no, I ain't talking. You don't want to take one of them. <laughs> yeah, even even boa constrictor bite is is is, oh, yeah. is pretty. It's a regular oh, yeah. boa because um, I, it's different. My worst bite of all has come from from a boa. Boa bites hit different. Like if for yeah. snakes in my collection, the boas pound for pound bite the hardest. Yeah, definitely. Like, like my my big girl downstairs, man. She she sweet as can be. Like she sweet as pie. You know, she real chill. But man, I be like, seeing how she like hit them the animals, I be like, bruh, like, cause it'll like, she'll knock the thing off the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, just knock the whole tub. I'm like, man, come on, like, why are you hitting it that hard? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> feel like Mike in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna say, yeah, they hit him like Tyson. Yeah, man, they 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 hit pound for pound like they, they hit hard. Um, I got bit by a, a I ain't gonna say it was a little boy, and but it wasn't a big boy. Like she's probably like two and a half, maybe three feet when she bit me. Like I just went in there and just like went straight in there and just, I mean, oh, yeah. I just surprised him. And I, I learned my lesson. Surprised <laughs> me right back, bro. I just went in there, hey girl, and it hit me quick. You know what I'm saying? Because ball python, you don't get bit from behind. Yeah. She, she turned around and bit me so quick, bro. And I ain't never had no problems with her since then. But I, yeah. I don't. I respect how I need to go in there now. So I ain't never had no issues since then. Yeah. Pound for pound, bulls hit the hardest, in my opinion. So. See, when I got bit by my boy, man, she was just a damn demon. Oh, for just, real? Man, she just, like, even this one right here, well, if I go in there and try to take out, she going to tag me about 17 times. I was just about to say pull one of them out, but. I don't get the big one. I ain't fooling with her. Oh, you know <laughs> See, I got, I got some rats right here, too, though, so. Oh, okay, yeah, you know. A lot of people tell me, are you crazy? You fooling with that snake? You got the rats out, man. I ain't, you yeah, know. I don't fool with snakes when I got the rats in the room. You don't get bit doing that? Not, I mean, it. I have, but I. I don't stop. <laughs> Cause see, like what I like to do, um, when I'm a feed, like all these have already. They, they pretty much ate. So these are like this is like some surplus and stuff that I just have. You know what I'm saying? That I ain't fed off. So like I wait like to like probably tomorrow or something. Um, and you know I got certain females that if they want to eat again, I'll, I'll give it to them. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, who will eat again? Like so, this double header, uh, exactly clown girl right there. If if I put a rat up, there, she gonna eat it. But she just ate like probably in the past week. We gonna have she had like three rats. But if I put another one in there, she gonna pop it. He okay, gonna she'll turn down that. Yeah, she's not turning down nothing. Not even the volume. She ain't turning down. <laughs> um, you know, since she gonna eat uh, Morgana, she gonna eat. Uh, who else I got here that's just gonna eat? Oh, Champagne, she gonna eat. What's the name? Champagne? Champagne. Champagne, uh, in uh in, in like an African dialect. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, but she's gonna eat. Uh oh, what's good, bro? You say what happened? I was saying what's up. Oh, long wolf, what to do? Um, yeah, I got a few that they gonna they gonna eat no matter what. I'm trying to think out of my meals who who just is a monster. Oh, so that normal right there? I don't know if you said tell that normal right there, bruh. If I if I go over there right now and like move my hand in front of the tub, she gonna strike it. Oh, she, she gonna strike the tub, but she go. It's like she's always in feed mode. Like so, she actually that's who I got outside of the babies, cause I got tore up yesterday, man. Messing with them babies, tore me up, man. At the last clips, cause they they finally all shared out, so I was supposed to um. Do the video and separate them, but I didn't have enough of my uh, tubs for my hassan rack, so I had to go get them. Uh, I got some today, so okay. I'm gonna I'm probably end up doing that video. I need to post another one actually, so I'll probably be posting something tomorrow. But, but um, she was the last like big one that I took a bite from was her, um, and that was it was feeding time, and me tripping. You know what I like to do is I scent the room. You know, what I'm saying to try to get them their appetite together so they'll smell the rats. And not thinking about it, went over and lip, you know, pulled the tub out 
and had you know had it open and did something that moved my hand and I knew she was hungry and I did something with my hand over it not not paying attention and looked away and she yeah reached up and popped me and uh-huh. you know she let go and I was like ah she let go yeah so uh, she let go yeah so. Like, I'm surprised old girl ain't alert with the uh, rats in the room. I guess you touching it and whatnot. She good. She know. Yeah, she's pretty chill. Well, she uh she ate like two days ago, so she ain't really, she ain't gonna be hungry right now. Okay. Yeah, she's one of the ones. And then with her, like, it, she 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 have a moments like she got a good feeding response, and then she have it like, all right, I guess it's time to eat. I go eat. So you know, it just depends on the day. But like, you can tell, like like uh when I was finna feed them though, oh she was in here. You know, she was already, it was like she knew it, like all this time. Like, hey, bro, you know, the day is the day. Like, she, when I walked in, she was up there. We always do about this time. Yeah. So she was ready. As was up. So, what's some things that just completely took you off guard and surprised you about the hobby? You said, what's some who? Things that just completely took you off guard and surprised you about the hobby. Uh,. How petty some people are. What you mean? Like, I've seen some pretty petty stuff. Like, you know, um, I guess I probably shouldn't have been surprised, but I guess for me, like, you know, on the outside looking in, you know, it's kind of with anything, but I've seen, you know, a lot of jealousy and hate, you know what I'm saying? So people like, as opposed to being, you know, adults about stuff, they go to a lot of social media, you know what I'm saying, and take shots at people. I've seen a lot of people like having situations that occur and as opposed to, you know, trying to handle it correctly, they'll go trying to defame a person or speak ill on them, you know what I'm saying, without ever addressing the person themselves. Um, I've seen that happen quite a few times. I'm just like, I don't respect that, you know, like. Why you And I go tell everybody that I got a problem with you, then do I got a problem with you or do I enjoy the response I get from people by talking about you? You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Um, so that that's been kind of one of the things that surprised me. I'm gonna tell you what else really surprised me though was how expensive um these animals can be. Like how much I guess revenue as a, as if you go just business wise, like how much money it is in this industry. Like yeah, it's a lot of money to be made in the industry if you do it the right way. Like I remember I went to my first NARBC and I was like, damn. Like, bruh, all this. So um, it was definitely like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And I don't ever have a plan on being an Aussie or a Canova or nothing like that. But I mean, the fact that, hey, you know what I'm saying? I could actually, you know, like this is something you could that could literally, you know, if you're doing it right, can sustain, you know what I'm saying, a pretty decent lifestyle. Right, 100%. So speaking of uh, shows, you going to Daytona or any of the uh, big shows coming up? I show the hell in. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, Daytona. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll That's be at Daytona. Um, I probably end up at uh, at NARBC Arlington. Um, just okay. You know, it's right up the street. You know, it's in Dallas, so it ain't nothing but a four hour drive and just get a hotel sure. there. So that ain't nothing. Um, I plan on hitting Tinley. I've heard a lot about Tinley, so uh, I want to hit Tinley. I know it won't be this year though. Um. So probably next year. I don't know if it'll be the earlier or later show um, okay. next year, but I know I'm about to be next year. They say uh, the later show is the the one that's most lit. 
So, but I ain't been in there one. We we going um in October, so we'll see. Yeah, well, I, I might be at the at the uh, at the later show next year then. But I see you in Daytona though. For, for oh sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll be there. When you get there? Uh, Friday, Friday morning. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll be there Friday evening. Okay, yeah. Well, I'll be there Friday sometime. I'm I'm assuming like Friday morning, probably afternoonish. Okay. Probably around when we get there, but yeah, Friday for sure. Um, you, you driving or flying? So I'm fly drive. I'm flying driving. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fly to like the A and then drive from there. So like, I'm yeah. flying to the A, and um, you know, between a couple of my, my 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 close close partners there, we gonna drive to Daytona and then uh, okay. get down there, hang out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody down there, and then uh, leave out and fly and go back to that. You know, I got a little sister in Atlanta, so okay, yeah, Daytona gonna be lit. Yeah, I'm gonna go crash on her couch or kick my mama out of bed for a night. <laughs> And then I'll uh, come on back. So uh, it's going to be fun. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, bro, talk about some of your plans. Uh, what's next for uh, Maze Morph Creations? Like, what's, what you got on the docket for five years out, ten years out? Have you thought about it that far out? Yeah. Actually, yeah. So I've thought about five years, man. So in five years, uh, I plan to be – I don't have no mindset. Like, oh, I'm going to be a household name. But I think that – um, I'll be pretty established in this industry. Um, you know, like this girl will have given me, Lord knows how many clutches by then. Within five years, I probably have a couple clutches. Really, I probably only get like, I probably get two clutches out of her, honestly. Um, and you know, move another direction with a project. Um, I've got certain animals here that I probably may never get rid of. Um, just because a bond, like she may be one that I just I keep. You know, just because I really enjoy her. Like, I love her to death. Um, but in five years, I plan on probably breeding successfully maybe 20 to 25 clutches a year. Okay. And um, that's kind of, you know, if I if I do good, you figure if you do 25 clutches, right? Yeah. Uh, or even if you do 20, you know what I'm saying? And you give yourself... A baseline of what what your minimal should be per clutch it'll be a pretty decent amount of uh of revenue that you'll have um like earlier this year um i was doing some calculations and i'm like 20 clutches right at 750 dollars per clutch you know which is really not much you know what i'm saying when you consider you know what i'm saying if you average six eggs 700 bucks per clutch 750 a clutch that's not much but you know what i'm saying 20 20 clutches and 750 that's 15,000 a year, right? Yeah, that's 15 G's right off so, top. If I'm already making what I make, an extra 15 G's on top of that, that ain't bad. So now if I add another 7,500 to that with another 10 clutches, right? Now I'm at 23,5. You know what I'm saying? So when you break it all down, you can actually, if you just better plan with 25 clutches a year, you can really kind of live off that. Yeah, yeah, like Ozzy, for example, like he don't produce a bunch of bunch of clutches. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he just build up his stock year after year after year. His stock get better and better and better and better. You know what I'm saying? So it it generates more revenue just off the strength that his stock getting better and better and better and better. He ain't having to produce like all these animals. You know what I'm saying? Like he just produce a certain amount of animals, but they just be like top quality. Right. And that, that, that kind of go back to what I was talking about earlier as far as the exactly. quality of the genetics. 
if you produce quality animals, then you should be good to go. Because at this point, like with me, like I'm looking for the best quality when I purchase. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Money is going to play a factor in that. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to be able to afford. But for me, the quality that I'm looking to have is like, um, how do I say? Like, okay, say you go on VPI, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or an example right so your your line of exantic if you got a, a an exantic that stays you know said that keeps color holds color good that's completely different than if you get got exantic you know what I'm saying that's you can't really tell if it's exantic you know what I mean so yeah this may cost better but in the end if you go this route this will make you the better money so it would be better to invest yourself over here as opposed to saying, okay, I'm going to just do this. Invest your money here so that way well, what you're trying to do, you know what I'm saying, you'll be successful because if you don't, that could come to bite you in the end because now, okay, well, I've got this as an exantic. You can see it's exantic, but now as an age, you know what I'm saying, the quality ain't as good. So what that does is, again, it goes along with your reputation. So now people are looking like, well, yeah, he do produce some nice stuff. He got a lot of exantic and he got this, that, and the third, but it don't really stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know. So if your exantic line is 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 quality as a pastel, then well damn. You know what I'm saying? You probably got, you know what I'm saying? Not shooting shot at pastel. Nobody can come bite my head off. <laughs> Let me I don't have I'm not saying pastel is a garbage <laughs> Don't get it. That's not what I'm saying. But Chief if pastel hater. <laughs> in the industry, you know pastel has a tendency to brown out so yeah find some pastel that you know what i'm saying and i ain't talking about like where you've added you know yellow belly or or you know stuff like that i'm talking about just a pastel that yeah. stays yellow like it is when it's little if you find that man this is a great line of pastel i can work with this but when you're using you know what i'm saying a, a line of example you know and everybody you know it's vpi but you know you got Higher end VPI, you got lower end. You know, it depends on where you at on the spectrum. So yeah. just invest. You know, if, if your mind frame is okay, I'm gonna invest in this, invest and spend the money on quality as opposed to quantity, because then your name, you know what I'm saying, will be attached to the quality. You know what I'm saying? Like when you hear, so I got it. Best way I can say it. I'd like in five years my name to be associated. I'm not saying I want to be on the level. Or my name be in a conversation with Canova, but I like for when you hear Maine's Morph Creations, it's not a question. You know, oh yeah, no. so you got that from Maine at Maine's Morph? Oh, bet. I'm tripping, yeah. Yeah, no, I want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I buy into that because I know what he's doing over there. We've seen what he's done over the years. You know where he started, where he come from. We've seen he he's about quality over there. So that that's what I'd like to be, you know what I'm saying? My name to be synonymous with quality in this industry. 100%. Yeah, you answered the question that I was going to ask. I was going to ask what you want to be most known for in the hobby, so you hit that right on the head. Oh, well, look at that. Right on the head, bro. <laughs> so you, you probably touched on this too a little bit, but like what's one, uh, what's the most important like personality trait or strength that you think somebody needs in this hobby to be successful? That one's a little tough because honestly, I think probably market marketability. Okay. Um, and I say that because 
it don't matter how great your personality is, you can't market yourself. You know, people are not buying necessarily. You know, the product that you have is going to sell itself. You know, so people aren't buying the snake because it's the snake. They're buying from you because it's you. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like you have to market yourself, promote yourself, put yourself out there as something that, hey, you want to be a part of this. Because um, if not, then, you know, why would somebody buy from you? You know what I mean? Like you go to a car dealership, you go into a car dealership. I don't have to sell you a car. You came to the dealership because you need a car. Now, why did you get a car from me as opposed to the dude next door? Yeah. Well, I'm going to sell me to you and build this relationship with you. So you ain't going to want to deal with them. You're going to stay over here. And so I feel like in this industry, if you can't market yourself, um, you, you can't be necessarily successful 100% because, you know, why would I buy from you when I can buy the same animal for somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, you know, me and Justin can have the same animal. They'll get it from Justin because they know him. So I have to get to a place where, hey, they know they know man's more creation. So that's why I, all the local shows I go around, like I put my name on everything just so you'll be familiar with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like, um, somebody was like, man, you always making all these videos. Like, do you really feel like you need all them videos? Honestly, I don't. You know what I mean? Even with, like, what I'm producing now, like these last two clutches, nothing really spectacular. You know, I bred a leopard pastel orange ghost to a spider and a leopard pastel orange ghost to a pastel that was pasthead orange ghost who didn't prove um, why am I doing videos on and all of that? Because so people can see, okay, content. They'll know, you know what I'm saying? He's going to produce, he, when he produces, you know, if I lose eggs, like, um, even with the moldy egg, uh, I did that video, you know, I'm transparent so that you'll know, hey man, look, this is real, but, but you know, at least I'm going to be honest, which I'm going to be real, which, you know, a lot of people right. probably have cut that egg, you know, on the side somewhere. Look, you know, I'm going to be real with you. So if I tell you that this thing is good and whatever it is, you'll know. Like, nah, he's for real. You know, we watched him, you know, um, hatch eggs that, you know, he may have messed up and he's doctored them back and, and they've actually hatched out and been stunning animals. So I, I feel like I, I put everything out because I'm trying to, I don't want to say flood it, but I'm trying to put me out there. Like, so you'll know me and you'll be familiar, right. but you'll know. Now, this is a good dude. You know, we know he producing animals. You know, he has given them inside looks, you know what I'm saying, on the snake room. Like, I actually was supposed to do a video um, showing, like, I had moved the snake room back up here, but I just never did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started having clutches and stuff, and that ended up being what I put out. So, I mean, this would probably be a good intro because now, you know, this is the snake room um, as opposed to, you know, all the LeBron, you know, the brown backdrop and all that while all the tubs and everywhere, you know, it's, it's up here now. Gotcha. So, um, what are you using to edit your YouTube videos? iPhone, uh, I t what is it? iMovie? iMovie, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I uh, okay. I've got an app called uh, Filmic Pro, and so if I don't record, okay, yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, if I don't record on Filmic Pro, so shout out to uh, I there's a Python because Coach put me on that. Um, Filmic Pro. Yeah, so last year at a uh, matter of fact, last year at NARBC. Um, we did some recording, recorded little stuff. You know, he did an intro for me on, on my uh, on one of my videos and all of that. I had a lot of footage from there, and he actually talked to me about it. Um, him, honestly speaking, him, GP, and uh, Rashad. Um, so how does a Python's GP snakes and 212 exotics? Um, are the three that had really did a lot with me as far as trying to learn how to edit. Because I wouldn't, man, I don't. 
my editing was I'm put a Snapchat filter. And that was that's what you, <laughs> you know. That's, the edit. that's it. That's the edit. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So they they took time. You know what I'm saying. And actually, you know what I'm saying. Walk me through some different things. You know what I'm saying. Um, GP did best he could, even though he got an Android. You know, he couldn't tell me much about iPhone, but he told me about editing. You know what I'm saying. But, <laughs> But Coach and uh, Rashad, they both got, you know, they both iPhone, you know what I'm saying? So they helped me a lot, man. And so I just, you know, one day I was just on it, just messing with little settings and different stuff like that. And um, I put out a video, and I, that's when I started doing the words and all that. Now, it's a lot of stuff I still want to learn how to do. Like I was watching one of GP's videos the other day, and um, he had the little – I think it was like the thing was like like it, so we had a little thumb thing or something was on it. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, see little thing come over and click it. Why he still yeah. talking? Like, bro, how in the hell? Yeah, yeah, I, so, I seen that on a few people's video. Like, how you do that? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how to do it. I'm, I'm, cool. it's not yet. Another good person to talk to about YouTube videos is Dre. Dre, which one? From DW Exotics. Okay, see, so I haven't. I know who he is. I've seen his stuff. But I haven't personally, you know, uh, communicated with him like on that level. But I know exactly who he is. Yeah, yeah. He he got a lot of uh, knowledge about YouTube and editing and and lighting and stuff like that, and, and just how important like all those different aspects is, and and vlogging like all of that, the type of equipment you need, all of that. Yeah. yeah so that's oh. another good one to talk to. Oh yeah, you know another way I know about him is cause cause uh, him and Nicole is always you know they family feud they got going on. <laughs> yeah. So you know if you ain't know about him at all, you know she definitely marketing the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah. So so look, DW, I don't, I don't know you personally, man, but you know we need to we need to you know we need to yeah I need to link up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, definitely to link up. Yeah, he good people. He was on the show uh, last week. Yeah, I was watching. Yeah, watching. Yeah, I, I was uh, I had something going on last Thursday. I can't. Sure, we had a show after the show, like we probably talked for a good hour mm-hmm. after the show. That was up. Yeah, see, man, I'm telling you, the behind the scene combos, man, it be it be a lot because you get so much from a person. You know what I'm saying? Like off camera, like just as far as you know, relational building. That's what I call it, like you know, team building. Yeah, cause what we talked on the phone what. The first probably about two hours. Oh yeah, man! That first time we talked, man, I was like, yeah. I, <laughs> "Both got to get the kids fed now." All kind of stuff. <laughs> like, every damn, all our parental and adult activities. <laughs> they all got postponed a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, it was two hours before you knew it. So I don't even know, know how it happened. It was just two hours before you knew it. Man, two hours before you knew. It. So. uh yeah, actually, I already kind of touched on this one, too, because I was going to ask you about, like, who's been some of your mentors in the hobby, but you really kind of touched on it. Um, yeah, so so some of my mentors in the hobby. So I, 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 I don't have a problem. That's an easy list. So Antoine is one. Um, sure. Rashad is one. GP is one. So my boy Reese's Pythons, uh, Reese's Hayes and Reese's Pythons, that's my dog. He's one. Um, Sick. Um, G from Sick with It Ball Pythons, definitely, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, we got you know, we got like a brother relationship, so we just, you know, um, Reese's helped you come up with a name too, or change the name yeah. a little bit, yeah. So, so it was gonna be um, Maine's Morph and Creations, and um, we were talking one day, and he was like, Why don't you just drop the end and just Maine's Morph Creations? And I was thinking on it, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, what was the difference, and then uh. 
And you like, you know, I like the concept, you know, it got you, it's all, it's all you, but then I had to think about it. I'm like, you know what? These are not per se my morphs, but I am doing creating. So my morph creation, you know what I'm saying, kind of made a little more sense as, a, as opposed to man's morphs. Because then if it's man's morphs, then it's like I own the morphs and I don't own that one of them. So I own the snakes and whatever creations I make amongst the morphs but I don't own any more. So I was like, you know, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? So um, I dropped it. Now, actually, it flows. Uh, who was I talking to? Somebody just was telling me. They were like, man, and it flow. Matter of fact, I think it might have been you. He was like, yeah, man, the man's more crazy. It just flows. It was flows, it? yeah. Somebody was telling me well, that. It might have been GP, because I remember hearing you talk, talk about it on when you was talking Okay, about yeah, it. I think it might have been him then. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely, for sure. It flows. Speaking of GP, he did, he, he did put a good comment here. I just see it right now. Um, where you get your rats, make sure you have a good supplier. Yes. That, that's oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's, that's really the lifeblood of it, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you feed them, your animals suffering, and obviously that's no good. See, and then that affects your breeding. Like, um, So we were breeding ourselves, you know, so we we, we going to get the three brothers rodent, three brothers rodent pantry back, back, back jumping. Yeah, um, I got to get that back. Yeah, we'll get it back going, man. We had some just, you know, life happens. Um, you know, we had things going on in all three of our lives at the time that just, um, you know, the time and just wasn't the greatest, uh, for us to continue doing it. So we had to kind of take a break from it and still continue, you know, obviously working on our, on our breeding. Um, but we about to get it back going. Um, I was actually just talking to, uh, G, uh, I think this morning and I was telling him, man, I got a, uh, I got a rat wrap right here in the, I can't see it, but it's a rat wrap right here in this corner that we still had to took downstairs to the shed. And I was telling him, like, man, I'm gonna have to get back breed, like, you know, and so I think we may start on this one, um, and just do a couple of colonies, you know what I'm saying? A couple of ASF colonies and a couple of uh, rat colonies just to have some stuff, because I'm like, you know, all these babies I done hatched, I gotta have, you know, fuzzies, you know what I'm saying, for them and trying to find them, you know, and, and you know, pet stores are, you know, charging. Arm and leg, bro. It's crazy. Bro, the numbers are atrocious as far as what they charging. For for you know fuzzies you know two dollars two fifty like man what you tripping wow yeah yeah ain't about to give you that you know five dollars for 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 wings you know what I'm saying I think a small rat right now is like seven bucks that's wild bro that's crazy to me so um definitely uh having a good supplier is man super imperative because if not you know what I'm saying that also uh, will affect you know what I'm saying the, the 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 stock of your breeding stock because your females won't want to go. Or they'll slug out, you know, and all them things. So, yeah, that's a good point, GP. So, Big Tank Hank. Hanky Panky, what it do, big baby? He in Texas, too, right? That's a good dude right there. Gary is a good dude. He in Texas, too, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's in Houston. Houston, okay, okay. Houston's about three hours away. Not even quite that. Yeah, like three hours. Okay, bet. It was actually, man, it was a show up there, uh... I want to say it was a show like last month sometime. I think it might have been June. I don't remember if it was June or July, but it was one of them. And um, I was contemplating going, man. I wanted to go, but I don't remember what happened while I didn't go. But um, I know he said he was going to make it, and I wanted to go. I was going to, if I'd have went, we'd have definitely uh, got together and kicked it for a minute. Gotcha. You going to vend any shows? All the time. Hmm? Are you going to vend any shows? So I do plan on vending uh, down the line. At first, I was like, ah, I ain't know because, um, so we'll have another transparent moment. So, you know, uh, when I first started this, I had got mites one time. And um, 
it was from an animal that came in and i was like you know at first i you know i had this another one of the things that until you've experienced or somebody told you about it, you have no clue about it so one day i was cleaning and um at the time i was using cypress and uh saw these little bugs and then i was like man what the hell so I start tripping out because you know I ain't for bugs and all that. I don't, I don't yeah. <laughs> do all that. So I'm like, you know, I'm tripping out. And so um a partner of mine named John uh from Ball Out Constrictors, uh you probably see him if you see him on IG, he call himself Black Jesus a Ball Out, man. That dude is wild. But um I'll uh he was like, Man, you sure it's not springtails? And I was like, I don't know. I couldn't tell. I just seen stuff in the damn substrate that was moving. Moving. <laughs> and it wasn't the snake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, man, I couldn't tell. So he was like, nah, man, if it's mice, you're going to know because they black and they're going to be on your hands. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I was just holding the snake. I didn't see nothing. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm tripping. So then I was doing some cleaning. And um, I had noticed. I'm like, what in the world? And uh, the, the first animal I had noticed them on was a lighter colored animal. It was uh, actually at the time it was my inchy uh, my inchy emperor pen, and I was like, man, this thing, you know, I know banana they got the, the freckles, yeah, like, dude, they never had this black stuff on, and I was like, man, it's moving. So then I had looked down, I had changed the tub, and I looked down, and I had noticed, I'm like, damn, it's all on my hands. So I had only dealt with a certain section, so I didn't even go to the rest of the collection. I just stopped right there, went and washed my hands real good. Chain, I came back and I pulled all them animals out, and um, it was the black pastel I had way like two and a half years ago. Um, I had got a male and a female. The male had them all on him, but he was so dark I didn't see it when I got him. So from that point on, did you get him from a show? Nah, I got him from uh somebody else. But then I had went to a show and brought an animal in. So they wanted him and they wanted an animal that I had got from the show. The, well, they were the most infested. You know what I'm saying? He was at the top of that rack, and the other one was like on the bottom of that rack. You know, they were both still, you know, it was like quarantine still. But they were, so I had like, so it was, a, it was in, when it was in the other room. So I can kind of show you the setup here. So you see how these animals are right here, right? So it would be like this was turned, not this way, but like that. So I had those two racks, they would be like this corner. The other rack was on that corner of the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And the room was pretty big, so it was like 11 feet, 12 feet away. So they were on that rack, you know, that was what I considered my quarantine rack at the time, because that was all the space I had. So they were on that one. I hadn't dealt with none of these yet on this side. So when I noticed them, I took everything, you know what I'm saying? I instantly um I talked to a couple of people, my homeboy came out because he had dealt with them. So I had talked to a partner of mine. He came, he was like, Yeah, bro, them is mites, you know. So I took some pictures, sent them. I'm like, all right, boom. As soon as I seen that, I'm like, what the hell do you do? So I'm YouTubing, Googling. I'm talking about I'm research, 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 trying to figure it out. So I took everything, dumped everything, including other ones, everything, no substrate for nothing. Everything went on paper towels and paper. Um, when got front line, I soaked everything. I mean, every single animal I had, I soaked it in regular water first, then put Dawn soap in it, warm water, which the soap around and soaked every animal in Dawn dish soap for about 15, 20 minutes. Took them out of that. I sprayed Preventamite, front line, all that and then i took uh i got some olive oil and rubbed olive oil on the animal and um did that on everything and you know did that about a week and a half probably two weeks later did it all again about another two weeks after that did it again you know saying so i did it by probably four times total um by the time i didn't see nothing wasn't nothing there 
You know what I'm saying? To me, I'm, I, I go extreme, so I have fogged the whole house, everything. Bombs upstairs, bombs downstairs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got the stuff that kill bed bugs. I did all that. Like, I'm getting rid of all of this. Um, haven't had that issue again, but that experience, you know, I learned a lot about it. I'm like, so for a while, I was like, man, I'd be like, I'd be iffy about, you know, you know, going to shows because it'd be so many people that you come in contact with. You have no clue how another person keeps their animals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that's my main thing about doing shows. Yeah. So that's kind of was one of the things I was like, I don't know. But I've talked to a few people that, that have done them. Um, and I've, I've received some pointers on, you know, things you can do. You know what I'm saying? So like me, I'm a, when I go, I'm just going to be real. I'm front line in my whole area. You know, don't care how somebody else feel about it. Like, this is not about you. I'm not trying to shoot a shot or say you're bad. I want to protect my investment. So I'm finding my whole table. I'm treating all the animals, you know what I'm saying, going and treating all the animals coming back. When we come back, everything is going to quarantine. Um, but I'm frontlining my whole area, preventing my, my whole area. And the display cases is going to happen, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I'll let you see the animals, of course, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm not going to really be one of them. Oh, yeah, here, pick it up. Go ahead and take it, touch it. I <laughs> touch 18 other animals. Nah, you can look at it. You want to buy it? Now, I'll pick it up and I'll hold it and let you see it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to be ugly, but, you know, if you choose not to keep this animal, I still have to ensure the safety of the rest of my collection. This is going to happen. 100%. 100%. So, um, I think that if people aren't so, you know, in their feelings, then it's something that you should respect. You know what I'm saying? That how you was, I would respect that that's how you come. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't mean back and forth about shows. Back and forth, back and forth. We'll probably do it, but we... we gonna be the same way you know what i'm saying like we're gonna have like quarantine protocols intake out take them to the shows all that so yeah i want to be as safe as possible yeah i think that's the best way to be and i think though man also like doing the shows is a good way to get you kind of out you know what i mean because like say you've been one in arbc right just think about like like so have you been to any of the narbc shows nah not yet oh so it's gonna be my first one Nah, they told it before Tammy, so they told it be your first. Well, it's um NRBE. Oh yeah, well whatever it is. But yeah, but another big show, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so my first time going to like a big show like that, bro. Like when I went to the NRBC the first time, bro, I went in there and I was like, dude. So just think about how many contacts you made without physically being there to meet people. When you there and you actually now we're in person, you can get the vibes. You can see these people like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bob Vu so cool. I didn't even know who Bob Vu was, man, but he's so cool. Hey, man, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, thank, shout out to Coach again. You know what I'm saying? I've now had the, the privilege. I've actually been to Bob Vu's house. You know what I'm saying? I've had my hands on in his collection. You know, the same with, uh, what's up, friend? Um... The same with uh with, with Justin, you know what I'm saying? I've been to his facility, I've been to Canova, you know what I'm saying? You know, um just thank, thanks to relationship, you know, shout out coach again, you know what I'm saying? Um, so to be able to see them people and meet them, and now okay, your name has become, you know what I'm saying? Because you see her collectors a lot, you know what I'm saying? So now, okay, so you're the whole collector guy, okay, cool. You know, and now they see around other people. It kind of it, it helps you because now, in the industry, you know, other people to know who you are. So, you know, like with me, 
if I'm going to buy a snake from people, I do this all the time. Like, if I'm on Morph Market, you know what I'm saying? We got different groups. We in and stuff like that. Hey, man, have y'all ever heard of this person? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Antoine is a good person because he knows a lot of people. So, yeah, man, he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Or have you heard of this person? Yeah, man, they, they got some decent animals, but, you know, their customer service ain't the greatest. You know, hey, man, look, this is the experience I had with that person. I've heard of them. I've never personally dealt with them, but, you know, whoop-de-woo, whatever. So, by the time, you know, if that's what's going on, when the people get to see you, they know who you are, you know, and it's, it's a tangible experience. Well, now, other people that see who Hurt Collector, man, who is this Hurt Collector's guy? Now they'll know, oh, yeah, no, nah, we met Mike. Mike is stand-up. He A1, you know what I'm saying? Like, so... It's man it, for me it was like dude and then like the last in the rbc i was at um, when i went to arlington actually bruh it tripped me out to now be gaining i don't want to use i guess i don't want to use the word notoriety but to be known i had people like hey dude i watch your youtube channel and oh, word. This is up. yeah you know what i'm saying like people but i'm like you know and these are random ass dudes like bro don't just walk up on me like <laughs> I'm from a different kind of life, like, so I ain't there no more, but like, you know, I was younger at one point, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for real, I was standing there, man, and a dude walked up and kind of said, man, like, hey, man, what's up, man, you know, and I was like, all right, what's up, homie, and, um, you know, I kind of had to be told, like, hey, man, you can't be looking at them people, like, don't <laughs> man, I don't know, who like, you know what I'm saying, what's up, homie, like, you know what I'm saying, Cause I instantly go in that mode, like you walk up, hey, what's up? I'm like, what's up, homie? Like, what's up with it? Like, you know, you like how Bernie Mac say, man, you look like what you want to do me something? <laughs> we, <laughs> you know? but um, you know, so so to just he was like, hey, man, can I take a picture with you? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I watch your YouTube. Matter of fact, he this this girl right here was he was like, man, that BPI exactly girl you got, man, she like my favorite animal you got, man, she's gorgeous, um. Uh, so, you know, but I didn't. I had no clue who this dude was, so it tripped me out. So for me, it also was like a, a I guess, an eye opener. So like, like a Justin, you know, like a Canova. Like Justin is really an introvert. So for me, I'm an extroverted introvert, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'm social. I got the social ability, but I don't like people. You know, what I'm saying? So, yeah. For me, it was like he's completely an introvert. So with Justin, Justin literally has to turn it on and be Justin, you know, the face of Canova. And then you can kind of say, like, when we went to visit him, like, you can see it, you know what I'm saying? Not in a bad way, but you could tell, like, okay, like, he was engaged, like, it was off the hook, man. We had a blast. But you could see, like, it, it takes a lot out of him because that's not who he is as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I can, I can be extroverted. I can be sociable. You know what I'm saying? I can kick it. But, like, naturally i'll just be quiet you know what i'm saying i can just chill yeah. in the background too but you can't just chill in the background you know what i'm saying like if you if you want people to know who you are you want to you know what i'm saying make connections you want to network you gotta you gotta talk you know what i'm saying but i can easily just chill in the background and just be quiet yeah man I, I i had to learn that like when i was young i used to be like that like i would just stand in the back real observant you know what i'm saying because i just didn't fool with people but as I grew older, you know what I'm saying, like, God gave me certain gifts, um, you know, and the ability to, to, to speak and stuff like that is, is one of the ones that he, you know, he, he gave me that a gift. And I'm like, man, I end up having to talk to people, but then I leave and it's like, no, nah, I don't really want to fool with you. Like, 
oh hey let's go hang out like no nah, hang out with you now you know we just <laughs> you on some other stuff <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Before I let you get out here and enjoy the rest of your night, I got a few uh, random questions for you. All right. All right. So if you could live anywhere in the world, anywhere, what would it be and why? Man, I don't even know. Uh, you going to chill in Texas? No, nah, I'd leave. I probably wouldn't even stay in the USA. You say you wouldn't stay in the USA? Probably not. If I could live anywhere in the world... Now, I'm sure somewhere that's better than here. You know, and I love it, but I don't, I don't yeah. go like, you know what? I think, see, I don't know. That's a tough one. Anywhere in the world. That's a tough question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna answer that one before the before the show over. Like before the last question, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to think on that one. I got you. I just think on it. I just think on it. So if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would those three people be and why? Any three people, dead or alive? Yeah. Um. One would be my dad. Word. Yeah, one would be my daddy. Just you know, what I'm saying there's a lot of stuff. Um, since he's passed that I've been through. Um. And, you know, dealt with and, you know, uh, learned about myself and things that, you know what I'm saying, I, uh, that, you know, I, just a lot of conversations I like to have with them, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, tell them really how much I appreciate the man he was um, for all that he did because, truth be told, he didn't have to because he wasn't my biological, but, man, that's my daddy, you know? So, True. Um, you know, he... He never acted like I wasn't his son or never acted like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, that's my, that's my dad. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely want to have dinner with him. Um, definitely him. Um, person alive. I probably want to have a conversation with Elon Musk. Okay sit down with him um what would y'all talk about just kind of pick his brain business wise and just like his thought process because um i believe he's into some different stuff and just um you know kind of figure out you know what i mean like what be the angles with different stuff and you know obviously he's the richest person in the world ain't there so like you know hey man what did you do you know to amass you know saying such a such an empire you know yeah. so I, I can take a couple pointers, you know, not that I want to be the richest, but I definitely like to be well off, you know, comfortable. Um, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the last one, dead or alive, I probably talked to I don't know. That one's a good one too. That third one is going. It's kind of tricky because it's a few people I'd want to talk to. Because um, I guess for me it would be just to to come because I'm I'm big on like why people are how they are, uh -huh. as just talking about how you are. So like, 
to have a conversation like with Hitler, like, bro, what made you feel like y'all were superior to them people? Why you want to do that to them people like that? Like, gotcha. what, and you're like, like, what was wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Or like to have a conversation with whoever was in charge of Britain or Spain or whatever, when they decided to sail across the seas to come here and what made y'all decide y'all want to come over here and just kill everybody? Yeah. yeah. Just to, to feel like, and then, you know, decide to lie and say, oh, this person discovered it. It was people here. Yeah, you know, how you discover it, people are already here. Yeah, like what make y'all want to be like that? Like, you know what I mean? So I think that it would be, you know, it, it'd be a few, um, but probably, man. You know what? Another person, uh, probably like Tesla. Okay. Maybe Tesla, or if not Tesla, then um King Tut. Okay. Because they they have such you know, back in those times, man, the, the technology was, you know, what we consider these days is much more advanced than yet. They had certain ways that were so mysterious. We still can't figure out. Stuff we can't figure out exactly to this day. Yeah. Like, you know, when they were building the pyramids, like, how did y'all do this? What were the mathematics? You know what I'm saying? What were the equations y'all use? How did y'all come up with this? Logistically, how did y'all do it? How long did it take you? Right. You know, so that, that, that would be, it would be somewhere along those lines. All right. Those are some good ones, bro. And so, uh, last one. So, if you won ten million dollars tomorrow, what would you? How would you use it? <laughs> well, I'd be debt free. That yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, if I won ten million dollars tomorrow, my mother. And we're assuming no taxes too. Let's just pretend. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm already pretending. Life. Um, my kids would be good. No questions asked. Um, I'm. I'm definitely. Uh going somewhere like tomorrow i'm leaving tomorrow I'm going somewhere <laughs> job don't even exist no more but see with you me your two weeks or you just you out man please i let them know like hey listen man um I just, <laughs> like, i'm gonna be honest i'm not climbing on no roof today <laughs> nothing like that and i wouldn't want to leave them just behind or like be funky towards them because they didn't have to give me the opportunity you know what i'm saying um honestly like my manager and you know what i'm saying another property manager that saw me they saw enough in me to, like they're the reason i got it because they spoke so highly of them um they're even the reason that i'm getting the pay i'm getting you know it was they were that got me where i'm at so um i wouldn't want to do that to them um yeah. so i I'd, I'd be half decent but I, they probably wouldn't get two weeks out of me I'm gonna be honest. They're not getting it. I'm gonna give you a stat, maybe 15, 2,000, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate what you did. Might get a little more than that, you know what I'm saying? Look, I gotta go, bro. I can't. I'm not gonna tomorrow checking now, AC. I appreciate you, though. So, look, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you that. I'm doing you a favor because you don't wanna work with me these two weeks. Because I'm gonna be honest with you. They can't tell me nothing that I don't like. But I'm fine, mother. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm fine. Now I'm y'all boss. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if I want ten million dollars tomorrow, though, man, um, my kids are good. Which I mean, for me, I'm gonna make sure they good regardless. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, they good. You know what I'm saying? They mother's good. You know what I'm saying? Um, my mom is straight. My sisters are straight. Um. You know, my niece and nephew definitely going to college, you know, through, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to invest. Like, I'm not even going to just, oh, yeah, I got $10 million, I'm going to ball out. 
you know, I'm not getting out of ball pythons. I'm going to continue doing this. So y'all will see me at every single show. <laughs> I'll be attending this year. <laughs> they told us. God dang on me. Yeah, see, uh, Schomburg. <laughs> I met shows I ain't never heard of. Dang it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I got a whole video crew recording my YouTube videos for yeah. <laughs> Um, but now, man, I'm, I'm definitely, you know what I'm saying, gonna, uh, gonna put those that are most near and dear to me and definitely in better positions. Um, just because, you know, that money, if I was to win that, that's generational. You know what I mean? So that money would be 10 million tomorrow. But by the end of my life, I would try to do the best I could to get, make that 100 million. You know what I'm saying? For me and, and my bloodline and those, you know, coming, you know what I'm saying, that are connected to me. Um, uh, you know, so yeah, definitely, you know what I'm saying? My mom's straight, my sisters are straight, my kids straight, they mama straight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, yeah, we 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 good. All that's good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, for so sure. What, one last question, bro. So what's one question you wish I would have asked that I didn't ask? And how would you have answered that question? Oh hell, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what's a question that you didn't ask that I wish you would have asked? Appreciate your royal cohab. I don't know. That's I don't y'all don't even know. Uh I mean I this I, I really, you know, cause see, I like how this interview went. Honestly, man, I think that it was it was so organic, but like I, I wasn't privy to what was going on beforehand. So I like, you know what I'm saying, everything is natural, like, hey, look, this is what I'm at, you know, like right there. You know, you get real deal. Yeah, I used to sit in the questions, but then I stopped sitting the questions. Cause I just want to be like a regular conversation. Cause when I was sitting the questions, like for me personally, I felt like bound to the questions. You feel me? Right. You know what I'm saying? But like without sending the questions, I don't necessarily feel bound to the questions. I feel like it's more organic and then it's just more of a conversation. So I, I stopped sending the questions probably about halfway through. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's working. Yeah. Um, I think if you to ask me why, uh, if I would, if I was, would, would consider, uh, doing a show or a podcast or whatever, um, or why have I not? Um, if you'd asked me that, I ain't saying I wish you'd ask, but I've been asked that before. Um, how would I have answered it? Um, I probably would have said, I don't know how to do it. And for real, I'm, I'm real. I'd be like, I don't know how to do it. And then one thing is like, you know, I also would think about, well, what night would I do it? You know what I'm saying? Because it's stuff going on. So I would probably have to be like a Monday night, you know what I'm saying, or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, what would you uh, call the show? Put you on the spot. What's the name of the show? Uh, what up, Royal Cohab? Um, I look my little sister on. What's up, sis? What's up, little sis? That's baby sis right there. <laughs> um, I would have called it. Uh, so man, my boy Wiz man had gave me uh the idea. Uh, so I was talking about it actually. So it would either be called um the Mains Morph Minute or the Mains Morph Event. Okay, I like Maze Morph Minute. I like all them M's in there. Yeah, I was thinking like Maze Morph Minutes is probably what I was, you know, saying. Um, that um, would probably be the name of it. So obviously, you know, you see, I've kind of thought on this a little bit. Yeah. I've, con- <laughs> I've, played, I've considered it. I just haven't really, man, my life would be so much going on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know, I got, I got, you know, like with my, uh, my kids, you know, uh, they mother is in the hospital, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, they not their mother, but they, their grandmother, you know, got some stuff going on. So I be trying to be a supporter to make sure that they don't feel, you know what I'm saying, the effects of that, 
um because i know it'd be a lot on their mom you know what i'm saying so i try my part you know to kind of ease a little that off of her you know what i'm saying and so um I, you know and it'd just be a lot but i i think I, I i've contemplated it you know what i'm saying it's something that i think would be interesting and me i probably honestly i probably have like a certain little set of questions you know what i'm saying obviously it'd be certain things that you're gonna ask naturally but i probably would have no script whatsoever just we're gonna freestyle every show yeah. <laughs> just make it happen yeah we're gonna we're gonna let it go out it's gonna it's gonna go how it go um so um yeah so oh look she, up, yeah she said yeah so the main's more for minutes so that'll be well Y'all yeah, might be around and might be burning something here on it, bro. minute. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, that's that. But um, where I would live, you know what? I think I might live somewhere in Africa. Okay, that's where I thought you was gonna go with it. Yeah, I think you I know, might. Uh, what country specifically, or yeah, like because I'm uh, so I've always had like a somewhat of a fascination with like Egyptian culture. Um. Okay would just like i don't know if the word religion um would necessarily be the right word to, to utilize but um like I, I grew up i used to love like all the greek mythology um so like i was really into like learning about the gods the greek gods you know what i'm saying and story of hercules perseus you know what i'm saying um theseus all of those you know what i'm saying conversations um i mean conversation all of those those myth mythological characters um i was really into like that type of stuff um, but I've always had this like strong fascination, um, I guess for like the unknown, like, because to me, the Egyptian culture has always been like real mysterious kind of what the way it's depicted to us here is kind of like, it's got like a mystique kind of like, like this darkness to it. But I don't feel like that's really like, I don't feel like it was really a dark culture. Like, I don't feel like it was nothing evil. Like they wasn't doing, you know what I'm saying? They had a different belief. Yeah. I think they either misinterpreted or mischaracterizing or a little bit right. both you know what i'm saying and so i believe that you know like just to live over in that that area you know what I'm saying and just really see you know like this is really where you know what I'm saying somewhere in africa is where life began like just to be as close to that so it would be somewhere in africa most likely um where specifically i don't know um i do a lot of research you know what i'm saying and find out the best probably area climate wise you know what i'm saying and but um yeah probably be somewhere over there um or It'd be somewhere like really nice and like I don't want to say like Bali and stuff like that because like those are small places you know what I'm saying I get tired of being here you know what I'm saying so like but you know like Maldives stuff like that is is nice you know what I'm saying but yeah I'd probably say somewhere in Africa most likely okay you gonna have that ten million dollars so you can travel yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we lit for sure. <laughs> True, well, bro. It was a pleasure having you on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, definitely been looking to it. Like I said, I've been enjoying chatting with you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep that going. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. Like, sending the state pictures back and forth. So best of luck to you, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on the rest of the season and throughout, you know what I'm saying, this whole brief journey. We definitely going to stay in touch. Keep linking up. Keep looking up. Definitely looking forward to seeing you in Daytona. Uh, before you get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and go give you a follow or subscribe and all that. Mains Morph Creations on everything. Uh, Facebook at Mains Morph Creations. Uh, YouTube at Mains Morph Creations. TikTok at Mains Morph Creations. 
IG um, at Maine's Morph Creations. Um, the only thing, the only difference with all of them is on, on IG, it's Maine's underscore Morph underscore Creations. Um, but everything else is just Maine's Morph Creations. So, uh, yeah, man, hit me up, look me up, you know, and I'm definitely going to try to keep the content rolling. Um, yeah. That's, that's what's up, bro. Man, I had a blast, and we definitely going to have a whole lot more clutch conversations that ain't yes, okay. sir. <laughs> yes sir <laughs> so y'all heard it maze morph creations everywhere all over social media make sure you get a home and follow everywhere you can everybody in the chat appreciate you for coming out uh see some dope comments come through definitely appreciate y'all kicking it in the chat really appreciate all the support so thank y'all for coming out be blessed good night peace, right. peace out Thank you.